Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is PTSD Recovery Workshop. It is Wednesday, and today we are talking about the power of visualization. Mm-hmm. So this episode, again, this great episode, as yep. they all are, <laughs> right, as they all end up being, um, is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So I'm a recovery coach. I help people recover from their PTSD and their CPTSD, no matter kind of how hopeless they feel or how long they've had it. I personally had CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do, which is why I can do stuff like that, right? And I work with people all over the world. It's an amazing, amazing journey and um, more people every day. And so this lovely man to my right is... Brad Shipke. I am excited to talk about the power of visualization today. But I am, if you don't know me, I am Kayleen's significant other and I also had PTSD. And I was there for every step of her recovery journey. So you get to see two awesome perspectives from two awesome people, if I do say so myself. <laughs> and maybe today, four awesome people, because we are accompanied by Winston, the giraffe, and Hugo the monkey. That's right. Yep. So these two little guys will be hanging out with us for the rest of the week. They're awesome. They're therapeutic stuffed animals, and we'll talk about them a little bit more at the end, but... They're cute. Yes. They're so cute and so distracting in the morning. <laughs> I like put them on the desk. And yeah. Set them up you just want to pet them. Just want to pet them all day. All day. Just like hang out with them. They're so soft. All right. So today we are talking about the power of visualization. So why is visualization important is one thing we're going to cover. <laughs> why, what to visualize is something else we're going to cover. And then how to visualize ultimately will yep. be the last thing that we cover today, right? Those are our three points today, why it's important, what to visualize, and how to visualize. And then, of course, as always, we'll give you an action at the end. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one, why is it important to visualize? Why is this important to PTSD? Visualization is important because um, your brain can't really tell the difference between reality and what you intensely visualize, right? So when you're like visualizing something like, and you feel it, you see it, and you like, you touch everything around you and you're like, you feel like totally immersed in the visualization, like your brain doesn't know the difference, right? So then that allows us to essentially trick our brain, mm-hmm. um, which is important because we can put ourselves in, um, you know, potentially, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like not harmful situations, but like situations that like would challenge us and come up with solutions in our head before they actually happen. Right. So it allows us to come up with solutions, but also put us in um, situations um, like, for example, like goals. Right. So like you get to put yourself in a situation where you've already succeeded at something. So your body and your mind already believe that you've succeeded at this thing and you just have to make it happen in your real life. Right. Right. So that's really. Yeah. And we do this. We do this every single day. We do. And yeah. the other kind of benefit of to visualization things. for PTSD specifically. Right. Is like if you can trick your brain into kind of going into your safe space, right? So something I talk about in um, the three amazing relief tools for PTSD anxiety program is the safe place, right? And finding that and how to find that and basically how to visualize that and how to really feel it, right? And you Mm -hmm. use all of your senses and you kind of wander around in this place and it's a great thing to do before bed. And I think an important thing to, like Brad said, is like your brain doesn't know the difference. So if you can create this world for you, right, just before you go to bed to relax you, you're you're going to feel relaxed. Like it, it mm-hmm. absolutely will work. And then the other side to it is 
your brain, especially if you're struggling with PTSD, especially if you have some of like the very classic symptoms like mm. nightmares and flashbacks, right? Your brain is already visualizing in a really strong, really powerful way. It's just not doing it to in your benefit, right? Mm -hmm. It's really painful. But, you know, for a lot of people who struggle with things like that, it feels really re real, right? Yeah. And you yeah. wake up, your body feels like, you know, you're going like you're that there, or like you're there. Right. Um, your mind, you, you kind of think that you're there, right? So it's important, I think, to recognize that for those of you who are struggling with PTSD, right? For those of you in that situation now, you have this like, almost like this superpower, Right. Brad always tells me, like, you kind of have a visualization superpower. Right. right? Because right. my brain was always just visualizing mm -hmm. and really, truly, genuinely immersed in different situations. Right? right. So I think that's important. But, you know, on top of, you know, we always visualize our goals and things like that. You know, you are also visualizing safe space. So just I said this before bed because mm. it's fun. Right. I like go in and like mine is like on a ski mountain and like it's a little like kind of resort that's all to myself. And I snuggle right. up with a good yeah. book and it's a good way to fall into sleep. It's just a good way to transition if you can't fall asleep as well. Mm -hmm. um, but really, really powerful stuff to allow yourself to relax and then to allow yourself to achieve. And there is a study done on Olympic athletes just to kind of show how how versatile this is, but also how important it is. So there was a study done that said, reported that 90% of Olympic athletes at a training center where they did this, this study reported that they use imagery to prepare for the competition, right? So 90% of them use imagery. Now you think about these people and just becoming an Olympic athlete is something spectacular. And then you mm -hmm. think about them being the best in the world, right? Not in the country, not in the state, not in whatever. In the world, right? I mean, it, they're world record setters, holders, whatever. Mm -hmm. So they use imagery to prepare for competition and things like that. And that is so cool. And then they continued the study and they surveyed the coaches and they said that 94% of the Olympic coaches um, use imagery in their training program. So it's something that's really important for high, high achievers just in general. So like if you want to achieve no matter what it is, but if you want to achieve at a really successful level, and again, you don't have to be an Olympic athlete to like really benefit from this. Visualization is, is an absolute must. Right. Right. Cause your brain, you're, you're tricking your brain into believing that one, I've already done this and that two, I can do this. Right. 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 I've already done this it. and I can do this. Right. So like it transforms all that self doubt about like, I can't do this or like, I've never done this before. How could I do this to like, dude, I've already done this. I just need to make it happen. Right. right. And that's really what happens. Cause like when you put yourself in the situations, like those future situations or even just like completely imaginary situations of you succeeding, you're like, you, you start to believe that you can do this. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's like something that we use to like, excuse me, just like break those, those negative beliefs, right. Those limiting beliefs and break past those barriers and like expand our mind to like thinking bigger and not just like, you know, whatever wealth and stuff, but like thinking bigger about like just your life and your potential in every area of your life. Right. You know, imagining you, yourself in a, in a, um, a great relationship. Right. Imagining yourself, you know, obviously recovered from PTSD mm -hmm. or in situations where like, um, you get to, you handle your PTSD better or certain situations better. And then you get into those situations and you're actually able to handle them better mm -hmm. in the way that you've already imagined doing them. It's almost like you get to, I don't know, like put yourselves in these situations and prepare. <laughs> like I, like 
almost like watch a replay of your future before it happens so you know how to react. Right. Right. So it's like, it's super important. I'm, I'm, I might not be describing it in the best way, but you like you get to watch a replay of anything you want that might happen in your future and be like, I'm going to be successful at this or this is what I'm going to do. It allows you to create plans and like break those limiting beliefs. Yeah, it's like a movie, right? Yeah. So like when we talk about like what to visualize, <clears throat> you want to visualize that success, right? Feel all in your senses and, and play this movie in your mind where you're succeeding or where you're handling a situation in a better way. So if you're mm-hmm. fighting a lot in your relationship – you know, maybe your movie is, okay, so when this happens, this is this is how I'm going to react. This is how I'm, I'm prepared to react. This is, and you play this movie in your mind of how you react and then how it resolves, right? Mm-hmm. And something that, you know, is important in visualization for, for PTSD, which we'll talk about in a second, but for like, let's say like performers, right? So talking about athletes, talking about maybe if you act, right, or you do like musical stuff and so... You visualize your success, right? Say you're nervous for a presentation or for a show. So you visualize the show, how it feels, how you feel. You know, you get excited for it. You feel all the things you prepare in your mind and you go through this movie. And then you say, okay, so I'm prepared. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to succeed. And then you think about just for a second, like, okay, like what if the mic cuts out during my presentation? You know, how am I going to handle that? What am I going to do? And then you visualize a few times, okay, the mic cuts out. And I, you know, I just calmly go over to the side of the stage and I, you know, mess around with a few things and then I come back and I make this joke, whatever. Right. Like, and then you, you play that movie. And so now you have this preparation for like a kind of a fail safe scenario and it's not Mm -hmm. a like worst case scenario by any regard. It's just like you're preparing, right? Okay. So like if this happens, so like a good example for PTSD is, okay, I'm at a social event and let's say I get triggered. Right. So you want to visualize Number one, that social event going well, right? Okay, this is awesome. I'm getting out. I'm putting myself out there. It goes super well. I interact. I have a great time. And it's great all around. And then you're Mm -hmm. saying, okay, you know, if something comes up that someone starts being super negative or whatever, and I get hurt, I start to get hurt, I start to get triggered, whatever it is, this is how I'm going to react. So you're visualizing it's going to go super well. And then you're saying, okay, well, if a little wrench gets thrown into the plan, this is what I'm going to do. And so I'm just Mm going to kind of say, okay, you know, it's time for me to head out and I'm going to head out to the car and I'm going to do my safe space. I'm going to do some, some of the anxiety tools, right. And I'm going to relax. I'm going to drive home, have a great night and have a cup of tea, whatever it is. Right. And so you, then you visualize that. And so, you know, going in, you're prepared. It's like studying for an exam, right? You just, you know, the answers, you got it. So like when something happens, you're like, Oh, got this already practiced. So it's really, it's really, really cool stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it's just not, it's not just for performance. It's not just for triggers or things like that. Like we talk about, we do our goals, affirmations, good things that will come, good things that will happen maybe at the end of like a work day. So you just picture, okay, like tomorrow it's going to be a great day. I'm going to get a, a bunch of stuff done for work. I'm going to relax. And at the end of the day, I'm going to feel so good because I showed up and I did it mm-hmm. and I did my best. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot, a lot of things. Yeah. And a lot of you guys might already be doing like affirmations or writing your goals or things like that. Um, but it adds another layer of like just power behind them when you can sit there and like, be, like either write or say, or listen to your affirmation and then be like imagining yourself in a situation where you actually feel that. Mm-hmm. And then you're actually tricking your brain more than just like writing it down. And the same thing with goals, right? When you actually can put yourself in that situa- situation and visualize yourself, it becomes that much more pow- powerful, right? So if you're already doing affirmations and goals, well, if you're not, you should. Mm-hmm. And if you're already doing them, add this level of visualization, it will make it that much more powerful because like 
you'll do it for the first time and you'll be hooked because you'll feel it. And you'll be like, wow, I feel really good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and that's like a, that's a good sign. It's not going to be like overnight, but like when you can, when you have like the proper affirmations crafted for you and your specific situations and like things that you're going through and the challenges that you're facing, when you can visualize yourself, you know, feeling that affirmation, it just feels awesome. And it like lifts you up almost instantly. Yeah. And like, that's part of our morning routine. It's like, we do that every day to lift ourselves up Mm -hmm. and to, you know, make sure we're attacking the day in the best possible way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's so important, you know, like visualizing those plans, visualizing the goals, visualizing the affirmations and the good things and like the safe spaces or whatever else. It's just, it's so important. There's so many things that you can do and so mm-hmm. many um, things that you can visualize and it's awesome. And like, you'll like, you'll do it. You'll sit down to do it. We'll tell you how to do it real quick. Um, and you'll, you'll be hooked honestly, because like at first, like I wasn't into, it. I'm like, really, you want me to just like think about things and like put myself there. I'm like, okay, okay. But yeah. then I did it and I'm like, I feel amazing. I'm like, this feels awesome. Yeah. You know, like when I imagine myself in like a re- relaxing place, I feel relaxed. When I imagine myself, you know, with this, um, affirm like me acting and feeling this way in this affirmation, I feel like if, or okay. If I imagine myself feeling confident, if that's my affirmation, I feel confident. And I feel better about myself. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. If I feel, um, if I imagine my goal, right. I have less doubt about achieving that goal. And mm-hmm. I feel more excited about achieving that goal. And more sure of the stuff. And more sure. Take. Yeah. So like do it. If you are a little little hesitant, just like run. We always tell people just run an experiment in your own life. You know, like give it a try. Sit down. Try to relax yourself. You know, try to visualize yourself in a situation where you're feeling those affirmations. You know, they could be real or they can be imaginary. Like yeah. you make it up. It's in your head and you can you can make it up. That's the power of this. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's awesome. And so like how we want to visualize. So if it's something real, you want to picture the environment that you're going to be in, right? Try to know ahead of time. Like if you, I, I, at at college, at university, right? I would do a lot of presentations in classrooms, but I I would know ahead of time because I had been to that class before what the room would look like and who the people were and how the desks were laid out and things like that. So that, you know, if it's real, try to know what it's about or get, some sort of blueprint if you're speaking at somewhere you've never spoken before look for pictures online the internet's an amazing thing if it's not real make it all up but every single little detail right Mm -hmm. so you want to visualize and feel you know your all your five senses and then to extreme detail right so like put books in the room if it's like if you're in a library right let's say your safe place is like some sort of library where you can snuggle up with a good book. Like, how does the blanket feel? How heavy is it? What kind of clothes are you wearing? You know, how are you, like, sitting in the chair? What kind of chair is it? Is it, like, a annoying chair? Hopefully it's, like, a comfortable chair. <laughs> um, you know, are you drinking tea? What kind of, what does the book feel like? Every mm-hmm. little feeling, every little thing. What does the room look like? Are there wood floors? Is there carpet over the wood floors? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the, the temperature like? What does it look like outside? Are there any windows? How many books are there? How high are the books, right? So, like, really, like... To an extreme, like right. visual, and you can go, you can go for hours doing this. Absolutely hours doing it, and it is, it will be the most amazing thing. Because again, you're tricking your brain, and your brain does not know the difference. As smart, as amazing as the brain is, it does not know the difference. And this is kind of a really good glitch, right? <laughs> so a really, really good glitch. Yeah. And again, the visualization when you have PTSD is a superpower. Your brain is already visualizing, right? So you just need to kind of take control of that visualization. And it is 
absolutely amazing and something again I used to do at university is if I had to give a presentation there there are a few ways you can do it you can like give the presentation to your friends and that's part of like okay this is what it'll feel like this is what it'll sound like this is mm-hmm. the information kind of does this make sense and then you can get feedback or like something I used to do is stand in front of the mirror you can see if you're watching I talk with my hands a lot um, and so you can stand in front of the mirror and something I used to do is not even say the things out loud I used to just like literally I, I look insane so <laughs> Brad will see me do this she'll do this in front of in front of some of the videos that she does for, for Broken to Unbreakable or whatever she'll just like because we'll hit record but then she'll just be like going through it in her head but her hands will be moving like she's actually talking right and I it's like hilarious to I'm watch like, it is really funny maybe I'll put like a I'm sure I have some clips of me like prepping for a video and being like trying to remember what I'm going to say okay like this is how it's going to go this is what I'm going to do right I'm doing it right now and then okay I'm going to reach over here and I want to make sure I show the anxiety book and um I but then she sure crushes it every time and then I do it right yeah and right and so at university I always got kind of not awards or accolades or anything like that but I always got a's for yeah. my presentations because just simply because I would sit in front of the mirror or I would stand in front of the mirror and just kind of practice in my head with my hands how I would do everything mm-hmm. right didn't have to say a word said it all in my head visualized it all mm-hmm. felt it all really genuinely felt it all listen like something in one of the presentations that actually comes to mind is the lights buzz so the the led or whatever they are lights that are in like classrooms they like had this buzzing to them which was so annoying, right? <laughs> but I like imagined them buzzing and I knew every part of that classroom because I had been there a few times. I knew what everyone looked like. It was only a class of like, I don't know, like 18 people, right? So mm-hmm. I had been there all semester. So it's really, it's so, so powerful and it is genuinely a tool that if you begin to use, you will begin to succeed even in real small ways. So something that, let's say like other other scenarios, right? So yeah, you get triggered or you want to go to a social event or you want to be with family, stuff like that. But also at work, you have to have a hard conversation with your boss. You have to give your two weeks, you know, sit down before and think about it. Okay. This is how it's going to go. This is when I want to tell them. This is kind of where we'll be, what room we'll be in. And this is how it's going to feel, right? It's going to feel like I'm going to, my heart's going to race a little bit because it's like kind of a, a hard conversation sometimes, but this is how I know they're going to react because they're, really nice people and I know their personalities and they're going to be super happy for me that I got a, another job, whatever. And just like smooth it over in your mind and just have everything you want to say. And it, it is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's an extremely powerful skill for you to develop. And, um, I say that because like I was not good at visual visualizing in the beginning. So like if you're trying to get into this and like you just like have a hard time, give yourself, you know, give yourself a little bit of time to kind of develop mm-hmm. that skill. Um, because it did take me quite a few tries and going through things to really kind of get myself into <clears throat> those moments. And some days I have a harder time than others too. So um, try to develop it because it is a skill in my opinion. Um, Kayleen has had, I mean, she's, I, in, I don't know if you've always been good at it, but she always seemed to be a lot better at it than me. And I had to work on it a little more. So like, just know that you might have to work at it a little bit. It's not going to be like perfect right from the beginning. <laughs> right. right. Um, and if you're having trouble kind of like getting into the visualization, um, what I would recommend or what helped me was like visual visualizing a space that, um, you know, right. So like you can do it imaginary or real, but like if you know a space and like you can get yourself to imagine that first, that might also help help you get into it. And that's kind of like what I did as well. Um, 
And the last thing that I do every day um, is I, we, we talked about this uh, yesterday or the day before planning tomorrow today, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I plan the next day, but also I visualize the next day. So I have the next day perfectly planned out in my head. I know exactly what I'm going to do, right? From when I wake up, what are every step, what's every step of my um, morning routine? What does, what does my schedule look like throughout the day? When am I taking my breaks? When am I working? What am I working on? And when you do that, you just crush it and you just do exactly what you visualize because you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. And you just take the, you just take the actions. It's like, you've already done it. It's you've so already cool. done it. It yeah. is so cool. And that's a, that's a cool tip just to do every day, you know, visualize your next day. But there's so many different things that you could do. Um, but it's so powerful. It is. Yeah. Especially like a lot of people have to give presentations, even if it's small meetings or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you visualize them just a few times, like the day before, yeah. the night before, the week before, it, it will change everything. Yeah. It really will. It'll change your confidence because you're like, oh, I've already done this. Like, yeah. Whatever. I've already crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really awesome. So the the action this week, mm-hmm. if you're ready to get I'm ready. to that point. The action this week is to practice visualization of something. So that can be safe. So choose right now, right? Decide mm-hmm. right now. It can be safe space. It can be, like Brad said, if you have to ease into it, like, a room that you already know maybe your bedroom right so like look around right say like okay these are the books this is what's sitting on the shelf those are the clothes Mm -hmm. and then shut your eyes and like visualize them and everything and where you're sitting and how the spacing of everything everything like that or your safe place could be a an experience from the past where Uh you just felt completely comfortable that was my first one right me too actually yeah Yeah. it was so it was well it's based off a real experience Mm. so like the core the foundation was a real experience right which is really cool So, and then just remember to visualize absolutely everything, how you feel, the temperature, all your senses, what it sounds like. It's also a sense anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, in excruciating detail, what the room looks like, right. And where you are. And it's, it is so powerful. I, I can't even stress it enough. Yeah. Yeah. But also a good point that I I don't think that I mentioned is don't overcomplicate it. Just shut your eyes and do it. Don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. Just like do your best. Yeah. And it's going to get better. The most important thing that I think is, is you feeling it and you going through the motions in your mind. That's the most important thing that I try to do is like try to feel it. You know, if you can't visualize every single little detail, like that's okay. You know, like Mm -hmm. that will come in time. Um, but the most important thing is that you're going through the motions and you're feeling it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, a little recap of what we covered today. We're going to come to a close now is we talked about why visualization is important. And that's because your brain doesn't know the difference between a imagined experience and a real experience. So you mm-hmm. get to trick your brain and um, use that glitch in the system to um, just put yourself and like put yourself in all these situations to make yourself better. Um, what do you want to visualize? You want to visualize your affirmations, your future plans, your goals, the safe space, and you... The third thing we covered was how to visualize, which was by imagining everything and putting mm-hmm. yourself in there and really trying to feel it. Yeah, and use all those five senses. And using all those five senses. All right, so some final words today. Okay, <laughs> so if you haven't already, definitely, 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 definitely check out the training that I'm running right mm-hmm. now. So I'm running a PTSD recovery training and cover things like you know how to heal even if you've suffered for decades, even if you feel completely hopeless. So I share a little bit about not my story, but my journey and kind of how I was able to get to the point where we are now and where I am now. Mm -hmm. And at the end, I talk about the Brooklyn to Unbreakable program, which is the CPTSD and PTSD recovery program where we work one-on-one together. But the training 
is so, so powerful. And I, I hear so, so many people reach back out and say, this is just a great training. Like this is awesome. I get such awesome feedback, just like people that were like, you know, I can't work with you one-on-one even right now, but thank you so much for putting on that training because I learned a lot about myself. I saw a lot of similarities and now I have some confidence in just the belief that this is possible and hope. So truly genuinely it and like I'm not someone who like pumps my own tires or like (laughs) I'm really not but like so many people keep reaching out and just telling me how how awesome it is and so I Mm -hmm. it's for the good of you that I'm pumping my own tires and saying it it it, it really is great and it really is a great training yeah I I say pump your tires honestly yeah because like I mean we pretty much (laughs) you've, you've pretty much only gotten positive um feedback from it yeah um and it's like, it's literally been changing people's lives because that first step of, of <clears throat> shifting that belief of, I can't do this to, oh, this might be a possibility and questioning that belief is like the most important thing. And it's really kind of the, the first domino, right? It's the mm-hmm. catalyst to everything. Yeah. So like, dude, watch it, schedule time to see it right now. Um, and if you're tired of visualizing what life is like without PTSD and you want to make it a reality, watch it. Okay. Yeah. Like that's the reality of it. Watch it. Schedule time right now. Click the link in the description, either below or above, if you're in podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Is like just, just like do it. It's, it's, it's been incredible. It's, in, it's. She's put so much time into it, and like really thought to, you know, to give it to you for free. And it's just, it's an amazing resource. So definitely go check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. And definitely stick around. Today is Wednesday, our PTSD recovery workshop. Tomorrow is Thursday, uh, PTSD and relationships. And then it's Friday, our PTSD Q&A. Mm-hmm. Monday is motivation. Tuesday is our PTSD book club. And of course, today, joining us. And for the rest of the week, joining us, we have Hugo the monkey. If you're on podcast, you just We're can't so see sorry. It's really so sad. <laughs> and uh, then we have Winston the giraffe, who is new today. And they are joining us. They are warmkins, and they're like a therapeutic stuffed animal. They're like 18 inches. They're weighted, right? So they're basically a weighted blanket for kids. You can do aromatherapy with them. They have straps. They double the backpack. They have like mm-hmm. all these great, great, great features. You can heat them, make them cold. And they are just, if you can see them, you know this. I don't have to <laughs> tell you this, but they are just the cutest things. So they're going to be hanging out on our desk for a little bit. They're best friends, as you can see. And I don't know if you can tell in the video, but Shiloh really likes Hugo. I don't let him have Winston. Winston is going to be a gift. <laughs> and Winston is going to be adopted to a very special home <laughs> where he will get abused just as much as Hugo does. <laughs> um, but Shiloh really likes Hugo. So you'll see some videos on Instagram where Shiloh's either dragging him around and kind of cuddling with him or bringing him to me. Something that Shiloh likes to do is bring me his toys to show me how great they are. And like <laughs> drop them on my lap or shove them into the back of my leg. Um, so you'll see that. So he loves them and that uh, he, the monkeys drag each other around to show love. And so that's what you'll see. <laughs> um, so we hope you love them and we hope you love the podcast and the videos. Yeah. So if you like us, like, share, share in Facebook groups, We're trying to reach as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to do it. To like us, to comment, to rate us, love us or hate us. Make sure you rate us. And um, subscribe, of course. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe for more episodes. All right. For some more factoids. Some more factoids. <laughs> she hates it when I say that. I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't love it. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. That's all we have. That's for all you we today. have for you today. All right. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>